It's definitely recording, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to make any errors. No. no. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't press it. We're sponsored by Hobson's. And with me this time is Jonathan Young, senior writer and producer at the award-winning Talksport. Hello, thank you. Welcome along. Thanks for joining us. And I have to say, congratulations uh, for for many awards. Not only uh, the UK Station of the Year Award, which of course your work has played a significant contribution to, but probably more specifically, the best promotion and advertising campaign must have been really special on the night to win that one. Yeah, absolutely was. We we totally weren't expecting it. Uh, we 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 kind of got our hopes up because we were lucky enough to win the one the previous year. We won a, a, a gold for uh, uh, best single promo. Um, but we we were nominated in this category against some really really strong opposition. I mean, one of one of them was uh, the entire BBC Radio output of the uh, Winter Olympics. So to to come out on on top uh, against them was uh, was uh, was a real treat and uh, yeah, totally unexpected. And we were very very honoured. And you've got a really established team at TalkSport, haven't you? Because I see in the credits from the Sony's Award Committee, Peter G, who's been on this podcast before yourself, and Liz Brace and, and Stuart Ross. You know, you, none of you are new to the station. No, absolutely. Peter and I have uh, been uh, working together since uh, since the beginning of TalkSport and, uh, and before. We were both at Talk Radio before that. And... Um, yeah, uh, I think part of our success has come out of the fact that um, we've all been working together for for a long, long time, and um, and we're able to you know write together in a way that uh, we know Talksport, we know our audience very well, and um, you know Liz Brace has been working with us for nine years or something as well, and uh, Stuart's been with us a couple of years now, and uh, yeah, it's it's a tight team. We we do good work, so it's it's it's, it's a nice place to be. And I was going to ask you. Um, to reflect on the different management styles that you've experienced down the years. But actually, radio consultant Paul Chantler cut to the chase in a tweet today. He said, ask Jonathan, what was it like to work for Kelvin McKenzie? Yeah, I worked with uh, with Paul Chantler under uh, Kelvin's, uh, well, let's call it Kelvin's regime. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I actually really enjoyed working for Kelvin. It was, uh, it was scary. It was invigorating. But what Kelvin did do uh, was... Uh, give us complete creative freedom to to do what we do and um and that was that was incredibly liberating and i think it's it's enabled us to uh to to build the station into into the uk radio academy uk station of the year so uh you know can't complain with that and and when the new management came in they were great they recognized that we knew what we were doing and, and they let us continue doing that so uh you know it's it's been good and you've seen kelvin in a number of different outfits haven't you yeah, um, my my sort of one major Kelvin story. It's in it's in the uh, the ten years of Talksport book that came out uh, last year or the year before, um, and uh, I got a phone call uh, one afternoon from uh, Kelvin's PA Jane, who uh, who simply said Kelvin would like to see you in his office. And I put the phone down and uh, said to my colleagues, uh, "Right, uh, I've been asked to go down and see Kelvin. This might be the last time you see me, or you may see me again with a, with a black plastic bag coming up to clear my desk. But we'll we'll." see how it goes um i went down to his office and uh, walked in and, and the first thing i saw uh on the uh propped up against the sofa in his office was a, a roman shield i thought this is a slightly strange turn round to see kelvin hunched over his computer anachronistically dressed as a uh, a, a roman gladiator um i said kelvin hello uh, you, you asked to see me he turned around and went yeah right brilliant have you seen gladiator 
And I, I said, yeah, I have, actually. I, I enjoyed it. He said, yeah, bloody brilliant film. Saw it the other day. Uh, what I want you to do is uh, do a load of gladiator trails. And uh, so I said... Righty ho! I didn't. I didn't ask why he was dressed like that, uh, and, and um, trotted back upstairs, and we ended up doing some good, some good trails uh, on, a, on a sort of gladiator theme, which gave us the opportunity to do lines like "On my signal, unleash talk sport" and things like that, which is always quite pleasing. And what's the current manage- How does the current management compare? Well, it's How's the dress sense. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen any of the current uh, uh, management uh, in fancy dress as yet. Um, but no, it's um, it's great because, as I said before, they've they've let us carry on doing what we do, and uh, you know that that keeps us happy. And um, I, I think we do good stuff, which I hope keeps them happy. Well, we're going to hear what you do in just a moment, but also in the next half hour, we're going to catch up with our Hobson's Mystery Voice Competition. I can tell you it's going very well, but nobody has yet got the right answer. What's wrong with you? Or what's wrong with us? I don't know. We're going to take some advice from a past master at managing mystery voice competitions. Uh, Peter Gordon from 96.4 Eagle Radio uh, will be with us uh, shortly to give us some uh, hints, tips, and to help us improve. And also, we're going to play a piece of music that has been sent in by a would-be singer-songwriter uh, from uh, Tyne and Weir, um, the place where Brian Ferry was born. That's his number one credential, is he comes from the same place as Brian Ferry. We're going to hear his music a little bit later. It's all about the Olympics. All of that's still ahead. So it's the Earshot Creative Review and Jonathan Young from Talk Sports is our guest this month. Uh, what's the first piece you're going to play from your, your own work? Yeah, I wanted to bring something along that was part of our, uh, our, our winning entry for the Sonys this year, which is the, uh, our, our FIFA World Cup 2010 campaign. Um, and uh, we're in a really lucky position at TalkSport that we can, uh, we, we can be a bit more tabloid than, uh, the, than Five Live, for example. Um, and, um, and I think our listeners respond to that. They like it. Um, and uh, we're able to sort of, sort of come at the England games from a, from a very biased perspective in that we're, we're very much supporting England. Um, sometimes it doesn't go down particularly well in Scotland, yeah. but we have, in, we have in the past macroed stuff out for Scotland um, so that they get a trail while we're saying come on England they get one saying listen to England getting beaten which uh, usually goes down <laughs> pretty sounds well sounds like a, being a little bit two-faced there <laughs> well you know you've got you've got to play to your audience where, you know whichever whichever side they are and um, yeah it, it, logistically it's, a, it, it's complicated but yeah. we, we've done it in the past and it works well but um, this one is a, is a very unashamed uh, it, it, we we, we I was try- trying to we tried to capture the, the sort of excitement before the first game of the World Cup and uh, and uh, really sort of bring across whilst having a pop at the uh, the Americans, which is always uh, always worth doing, I think. Um, so uh, we we took a very uh, American uh, song and uh, and stuck a load of England footballers into it, which uh, I, I was pleased with the result. The Yanks will see the glory of the scoring of Rudy. They will tremble at the jinking runs of Super Stevie G. They won't believe the silky skills of Dawson and Terry. England are marching on. Yes! Crouchy, Hesky, and Wayne Rooney. Lampard, Joey, Golden Levy. Fingers crossed for Gareth Barry. England are marching on. Never been on. 
dogs at the ready and strap on your fanny packs for England's opening match of the 2010 FIFA World Soccer Tournament as they face us, the USA, in Rustenburg. England versus the USA. All the build-up and full live commentary from Jim Proudfoot and Stan Collimore. <laughs> Saturday night from 5 on Talk Sport, official broadcaster of the 2010 FIFA World Cup South Africa. One of the things I love about TalkSport is you're never ashamed to play a gimmick really hard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we got a, a, a really nice review uh, once in the, um, in the Sunday Times culture section from, from Roland White where he said um, they'll never shy away from uh, a hammy voice or a, you know, a naff joke. And uh, people like naff jokes. We like naff jokes. And, uh, you know, so uh, I think it's always worth doing. And, you know, people will always accused talk sport of being tabloid um i i personally you know quite like that because i i, I think you know there's a place for being t- and as i say it, it's it's the fact that we're willing to kind of get behind england which you know can cause some problems with scotland <laughs> uh, we have in the past uh macroed out scotland and done a listen to england getting hammered by whoever they're <laughs> playing which is always quite pleasing but uh, logistically it, it can be a bit of a pain but um but yeah we have done that in the past and that's worked very well as well um but yeah no we 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 go for a you know a, a very straightforward approach that i think people well i know people respond to and, and our audience you know they love it they they will phone up and say you know i love i love the song you know and you've been doing it for so long that you must know your own house style as second nature but are you keeping an ear to the competition yeah i mean talk sports a sort of funny thing in that in that it, it is what it is and and you know our, our immediate competitor is obviously five live but they do something so different to us they they'll play the uh the neutral card much more than we will and well, uh, it has to be a, an impartial broadcaster the oh, bbc absolutely of course it's part of their uh, what do you call it's it remit. remit exactly so uh, but yeah um, we're, we're in a fortunate position that we can be edgier and we can be riskier and, and we can do, you know, I, I, I can imagine, you know, going into a sort of committee meeting and saying I want to do a trail where we, you know, we sing glory, glory, hallelujah with all the uh, England players in it and sort of receiving some blank stares <laughs> back at me. Whereas at Talk Sport, you know, it's like, yeah, great, get on with it and do it. And, uh, you know, the, the audience respond in a, in, in a good way. So... Um, it's, I feel very lucky to be in a position to be able to do that. So what is the creative process these days at TalkSport? I assume not every briefing starts with your chief executive in gladiator outfit. <laughs> no, generally not. Um, but what we'll tend to do, you know, is just keep an eye on what's coming up um, for our, our sort of next big projects. As we have a sort of summer of, uh, of no football, which we haven't had for a while, and some under-21s and stuff like that, but, uh, which we'll, we'll be talking about, but it's not a big event for us. Our next really big event is the fact that we've got the rights for... Uh, the Rugby World Cup in New Zealand and uh, so we're our, our sort of next big project is to uh, come up with something innovative for that which uh, we've got some irons in the fire and I, I think that's going to be quite exciting so but I wonder to what extent Moz is signing off scripts before production signing off the audio before it goes to air is he a hands-on leader yeah I mean, he, he 
he tends to let us get on with what we do um, he, you know we've got we've, we've worked together for quite a long time now and uh, we also we knew each other at talk radio when uh, all three of us were at talk radio so so we, there's a relationship there that um, he, he's 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 pretty good and, and will let us kind of do what we want to do so we'll we'll let him know what we're going to do obviously but he doesn't uh he doesn't interfere he, he know he trusts us to to get on and, and make good stuff so uh it's a it's a nice position to be in and that comes with working with colleagues year after year doesn't it and i know you've won the station of the year award but really that's a return on investment you've been making over more than 10 years now yeah absolutely i mean the station of the year this year for us was an absolutely massive thing and uh, we're absolutely delighted to 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 get the recognition because uh, Talksport was always an underdog um and uh, you know the the audience has has been uh, built from pretty much nothing you know we, we when we came out of the talk radio and into the talk sport uh, the idea was to a complete audience shift from you know the sort of uh, old ladies that used to listen to the talk radio to try and get you know young affluent men so how do you do that you, you turn to sport and football in particular um, and uh, yeah to, to be able to have seen that process all the way through is really good and I think our uh, the fact that we've all been working together for that amount of time really does help we, we all know exactly what what Talksport needs to to progress and to uh, you know to battle it out on even terms because at the beginning um, you know we couldn't compete at all with with the resources of the BBC obviously and you know um, so we had we did Peter and I sat down right at the beginning and when you know how how can we make this different how can we be a, a genuine alternative rather than just a you know a, a trying to do the same thing that, that they that they do well you know uh, um, and and talk sport has risen out of that so uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of it and um, uh, yeah very proud to, to be the UK station of the year and your best promotional and advertising campaign award the judges said uh, that it, the entry stood out it was they talked about the depth and the breadth of the material showcasing the excellent creative work and production values and in particular they pointed out that the trails were highly entertaining so shall we hear another one of those yeah this was um part of our uh, sort of theme for the world cup was uh we took the uh film zulu i think peter talked about this uh in the in the podcast that he did before um and we got uh phil cornwell in to uh be michael kane um and uh we kind of kept that running through we had a whole sort of this idea of embattled britons you know fighting it out in uh in a sporting sense obviously in in south africa and um and we were able to do again uh unashamedly uh hammy jokes and some uh some really cheeky puns uh which i think this this trail uh exemplifies hang about lads i've got a great idea Get your Arab straps and magic carpets out as Capello's boys prepare to rock the Casbah as England clash with Algeria in Cape Town. England's lions take on the Algerian desert foxes in a zoologically improbable, but no doubt bloody thrilling, World Cup skirmish in the shadow of Table Mountain. Full, uninterrupted, completely biased commentary from Jim Proudfoot and Stan Can Collymore, live from Cape Town. All together now, you're shish and you know you are... England versus Algeria, this Friday afternoon from 5 on World Cup Match Day Live on TalkSport. Oi, Mustafa, you can't park that camel here, sunshine. How long do you spend on the scripts? 
Um, it, it very much depends. I mean, it's uh, some of them come very quickly. I mean, very early on, we had the "your shish and you know you are" gag, and we thought well, that we've got to use that somewhere. Um, and uh, yeah, it very much depends. Some of them we can write very very quickly some of them take a little bit of refining but um yeah there isn't a sort of set amount of time that we give to to script writing when they're when they're ready they're ready and some of them come very quickly are you writing as a team yeah generally we'll um we'll we'll have the ideas together one of us will sit and write it and then we'll kind of you know read it around and and uh try and you know get it to as 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 good as we want to get it basically so which is which is good (laughs) A lot of your production is based on music, and you must have some fairly fancy equipment and studios. Well, we, we've got so we've got two very nice production studios with decent microphones in them, and they can, they're actually broadcast ready, so they can go to air if uh, you know there's a problem in any of the other studios. In practice, they they don't really they they. they are mainly used constantly as production studios so yeah a lot of the songs and uh, the stuff like that we'll uh, edit mostly onto a karaoke track we'll normally get a, a reasonable quality karaoke track and uh, and just go straight onto those uh, we're, we're, we're not really ones for getting music specially commissioned or anything like that we tend to use production music for most of it there, there are some decent quality karaoke tracks quite often the singers will complain at us that they're not decent quality but we always get a we always get a decent result out of them and you get some top talent in there phil cornwall in that promo we just heard and i think we're going to hear something now that's um got some pretty decent singing talent in it yeah this was um this was one for uh, the ashes tour um which I, I always enjoy writing them because uh, uh scott taunton our chief exec is a, is a very proud australian and uh so there's a there's a, a lot of banter that goes on particularly recently with uh, some successful england ashes campaigns for once um so um yeah i always uh, like to write the uh the sort of pro england ashes stuff with uh, with scott in mind because i know he enjoys it um and uh, yeah this one we uh, got a, a chap to sing it called uh, chris holland who's um a, a a darling of the west end um i think he'd probably want me to mention that he's got a four octave range um and he counted them yeah and, and actually if this one uh, when we when we hear it um he uh he, he does all his own harmonies and you know we basically he'll sing it once and then we'll go back to the beginning and he'll sing a new harmony over the top and we just build it up from there so uh, we're able to create with with this sort of uh, talented singer we're able to create something that sounds like there's several people singing in it with with just one person so uh it's it's good to be able to work with people like that so you didn't have to write the music we're going to hear it in a minute and you'll find out what the song is but you didn't have to write out the score and and pen the harmonies on manuscript yourselves no absolutely no i i, I sent chris the original i sent him the uh the um tr- the backing track that we that i wanted him to sing over and um he's uh, a good enough singer to be able to you know just uh, do it and and make up his own harmonies you know so that was great it was like can you give me a can you give me a top line on that one on this bit and can you you know give me a bit more bass on that bit and he's able to to fulfill all those sort of uh, you know annoying director requests <laughs> do you want to cue it then yeah absolutely so this this is uh we called this one here we go in a land down under and it's uh it's a uh, bass where you're here but it's uh, it's based on the uh, men at work classic travel into oswald strausser thank you very much on the ashes trail with trust and kp beautifully time to meet the aussies because they'll be nervous we'll pull them out before our breakfast oh, no! 
Another shrimp on the barbie and have your Vegemite sarnies at the ready as Talk Sport brings you full update and wicket flashes throughout the night and in-depth reviews of every day's play throughout the entire series on Talk Sport. You can't listen to that without it putting a smile on your face, really. That's very much. That's very much our aim. I remember playing that one to uh, to back to Scott Taunton, who who asked me if uh, the voice at the end was supposed to be an Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yeah, of course it is." Can you hear? And did you choose the clips from your output beforehand? Yeah, was it all really carefully choreographed before you went into the studio. No, actually, we do a lot of the sort of a lot of that happens in a sort of post production sense. So um, I will record the song. I'll work out the bits where we can get a little bit of commentary in, and then and then it's just a case of trawling through. Uh, we've got a pretty good uh, resource of you know football commentary and uh, and cricket commentary that we can draw on and 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 just fill all those gaps in, make it feel like a bit more of a of, of a production. It strikes me that in a way you're you're blessed on Talksport because most of your promotional messages are pretty simple, aren't they? All you've got to say is this is the event, we've got the coverage, and you can spend the rest of the time just building up the brand identity and pulling your personalities into it and giving it a real personality to the whole station. Yeah, we're we're really lucky on Talksport because we've got a we've got a knowledgeable audience and we know that we're talking to people who know about sport because that's why they're listening to talk sport so we've always tried to avoid um going down a a route of you know when when you're into complicated second leg champions league last 16 sort of clashes um our, our audience know that um you know they know you know if they're a supporter of that team exactly what stage they're at so we don't need to get bogged down in you know if they can get a vital away goal you know at this in this game then they've got a chance of going through but it might rely on other results and all that sort of thing we don't need to do that so um yeah we're lucky in that respect that we can just say this is on you know we know you're interested in it so you know we're just making you aware that it's here and in the meantime if we can entertain you and if we can make you laugh then that's that's our ultimate goal well, we're going to hear a piece of audio that has uh, entertained you and made uh, you laugh in uh, a few minutes' time. Hello. 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 Say hello to hundreds of voice artists who love being part of great radio production at hellohobsons.com. So our Hobson's Mystery Voice competition has been going uh, uh, for a month or so now, but nobody yet has got the right answer. Uh, If you've entered, you're wrong. I'm terribly sorry, but you're wrong. So what are we going to do? Well, 96.4 Eagle Radio is the radio station that loves Surrey and Hampshire. It says so on their website, Jonathan. And its breakfast host, Peter Gordon, loves mystery voice competitions. And he joins us now. How long has your mystery voice competition been running? Um... Well, I mean, the actual um, the actual benchmark competition, which, of course, is one of the oldest radio competitions in the book, uh, of which there are various versions around the world. Um, uh, the, uh, the the actual benchmark stuff, I don't know, we've had on a few years on The Breakfast Show. The, the one that we've got on at the moment has been going since about February. But, I mean, that's not the longest we've had. I think we've had a, a time when it's gone for about six months, maybe. Um, I think we had one of those maybe uh, about last year, I think. Um, so it can go for quite a long time, but I mean, it's 
you know, as I said, it's pretty much classic standard uh, stuff. But I mean, for that time in the morning, I mean, I know I do a radio program at that time in the morning. I don't know what everyone else does, but 7.15 is very early. And I think Mystery Voice is about all people can manage. <laughs> so how long do you let them go before you uh, start to get worried, Peter? I never get worried, Steve. I mean, I never get worried. I mean, that's the whole point. It's, it's, um, it's, it's great. I mean, the longer, the longer it goes, or the longer it goes... The, the, the better, as far as I'm concerned, because to, to be honest, what you do in the end with it, um, as you would with any long-running benchmark uh, radio competition, it creates its own value. So you could end up doing all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, you know, we'll be giving out X number of questions, X number of clues this coming weekend. Make sure you're listening at, you know, nine midday and three. And of course, even if you do start making it easier like that, and I mean, we, we, the one, the thing I'm doing at the moment is just an age-old thing where you just say, right, if you get through at the moment um, you can ask me a question but it's got to be a yes or no answer and I mean <laughs> you'll be surprised what happens because you just get this wonderful thing where people say well okay uh, yeah okay so is it a sports presenter and you say no and they still give you the answer as a sports presenter they were going to say anyway so what you've got is you've got not, not only the fact it's quite funny but also you've got a whole lot of people listening shaking their fists at the radio saying what do you think you're doing so the passive listen which in the end for me is the big thing about the benchmark competitions. It's, it's got very little that generally to do with the contestant. It's got everything to do with the passive listen. You know, you, you're working on that all the time. So the longer, the longer, the better, Steve. As far as I'm concerned. So, um, so our mystery voice competition here on the Earshot podcast has so far failed to yield a single correct answer. Uh, so, um, so what's your advice to us? Where do we go from here? <laughs> uh, the advice: keep going. And just start making more out of it. You know, what, what else can you do with it and around it to, uh, to make it uh, more valuable in, in, in your um, listeners' you know, life? I mean, it's, it's, if people are interested enough to actually get involved, then you can really have some fun with it. Um, and, of course, there's other uh, uh, knock-on things you can do. Facebook stuff. So, you know, if you're one of our Facebook fan pages, there'll be a clue on the site in, in an hour's time or if you, if you like us in the next 60 minutes then you'll get a, a message with a clue you know all the social network stuff you can do all the stuff you can still do on air if you have like um, radio station uh, VIP type club thing you know newsletters stuff you can use that uh, as a tool to do it for me it's 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 just a it's it's a gift really because it just allows you to do some bigger stuff and every time you get someone who comes on who clearly A, hasn't been paying attention or whatever it may be, it just riles everyone even more. So it just creates more of a talk about. And, uh, you know, it's, it's always the way, Steve, isn't it? You know, you and I have been in radio long enough to know that when it comes down to it, it's always the same stuff. In the end, maybe dressed up differently, maybe using, you know, stuff that's around at the time, technologically and all the rest of it. But the, the, you know, radio never loses the one thing that everyone still loves about it, and that is its big personal connection. You know, it's always the same. Yeah, you're right, but trouble is, we've got a keen sponsor here, Hobson's. They're just aching to give away a studio voice session with a Hobson's artist of your choice. <laughs> They're hammering down the door, Peter. <laughs> well, what you need to do is when you finally give, give it away, Steve... Make the person that becomes the voiceover the next mystery voice. <laughs> nice idea. Hey, you host the next podcast for us. <laughs> uh, consultancy fees only, of course. Cheers, it's Peter Gordon at uh, 96.4 The Eagle, UKRD station. And UKRD recently voted by the Sunday Times uh, the best medium-sized company in Britain to work for. 
very impressive <laughs> you can leave talk sport and go and work for them I, I, well, i'm quite happy at talk sport i enjoy it not on the say so of the sunday times anyway yeah, exactly i yeah. would argue that talk sport's the best company to work for of course the earshot, earshot. creative creative review review sponsored actually sponsored by hobson's hobson's Hey, now here's a piece of audio that's been sent to me by um, a composer or a would-be pop star, not quite sure which. Nigel Graham has uh, emailed in and Nigel says, I'm a songwriter and a composer from Washington, Tyne and Weir, the place where Brian Ferry was born. Well, well. Um, Anyway, he's attached me uh, an MP3. Um, It's a song he's composed and he's singing it to celebrate the Olympic Games coming to London. He also says, I'm also a member of the PRS. <laughs> <laughs> right, OK, well, I hope we're all paid up. There's not to help you here. <laughs> Would you like to see the lyrics to Nigel's song? Let's have a look. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to do uh, justice to uh, the, ti- the title is actually Nigel's... Nigel's Olympic Song 2012. OK, well, we've got This Is London Calling, This Is London, This Is London Calling, This Is London, This Is London Calling, This Is London, The World, This Is London. And it continues very much in that vein. So it's probably best if we just hear it, I think, isn't it? the credits though well, should give the yeah, gentleman full credit absolutely I mean if that doesn't get you in the mood for uh, for an exciting Olympic Games then <laughs> I, I don't know what will but uh, that was written arranged and composed by Nigel Graham who played all the instruments which is impressive uh, the main vocals were by Nigel Graham uh, a song about the joys of sport and how London is calling the world in 2012 London will be the place to be I'll be here now listen we're, we're playing that not because of any quality judgement we'd like to make but because it's the first piece of audio I've heard that is specifically designed for the Olympic Games. How early is TalkSport going to get into the Olympics? Pretty early, I would have thought. I mean, we, we don't have a great history of being an Olympic mad on TalkSport. We, 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 we'll obviously, we'll cover it and we'll, uh, you know, it, we'll, we'll get right into the swing of things. Um, people always call TalkSport talk football, and uh, we, we're very unashamedly football-orientated. The, the Premiership will be on at the time, so that, that, it will have to battle it out with the football. And music production companies, not just Nigel Graham, just to name check him one more time, but you know all the big production houses are usually pretty astute when it comes to big sporting events. How well do you find they serve your needs at TalkSport? Well, pretty well actually. I mean, we get in- inundated, obviously, with uh, you know, here's our uh, here's our Olympic CD for any, any music you might. Yeah, have need. you had anything from the Olympics haven't yet? Actually, yet no, I haven't. Yeah, no, I, I think that the real the real sort of focus on it will start next year. Um, but uh, pretty good. I'm, I'm always quite impressed with the production music that comes in, and we'll pick the ones we like, and uh, and and they'll get used. You know? Do you have any favourite um, libraries? I have to. I have to absolutely take my hat off to Audio Networks, who uh, we we use a lot of their stuff, and. Um, they are fantastic we were talking about it in the office today actually and saying i've never actually been 
let down by audio networks i think they're brilliant and uh, you know you can go on on their site search for anything and find something that will uh, you know will will satisfy pretty much any brief plus they're great if you email them and say i need something that sounds like this they'll come back straight away so yeah i i, I i'd have to go with audio networks as my favorite at the moment but it, you know it changes but yeah uh, I, a big plug for audio networks great radio production and the people who make it the earshot creative review sponsored by hobson's there's your chance now to win a voice session with our sponsor hobson's in their studio we're not going to make it easier we are going to give you a short list just to help you focus your mind and uh, help you save time as well so these two mystery voices i am a hobson's mystery voice and so am i are two of the voices on the shortlist at earshotcreative.com if you can correctly identify the male voice from the shortlist of male voices and the female voice from the shortlist of female voices and you may need to go to the Hobson side just to check your choices if you can get those right then you're in for a chance of winning a voice session with a Hobson's artist in the draw and in the next edition of the Earshot Creative Review we will draw the winner EarshotCreative.com is where you will see the shortlist of male and female voices. Let's hear them one more time. I am a Hobson's mystery voice. And so am I. They're Hobson's artists, but who are they? EarshotCreative.com. Choose the artists you think those are and enter the competition and you could win a voice session with Hobson's. The Earshot Creative Review with Hobson's. If you're the kind of producer who likes to start the session with a script's half-written and no idea how to pronounce Lemster, then we're the kind of voice artists who won't let anybody ever know. And finally this time, let's play some audio that has inspired us, or at least uh, raised our interest. Um, Family Radio, since its leader, Harold Camping, announced that the world was going to end on the 21st of uh, May, I think they probably had the biggest marketing campaign for any radio station in the world, wouldn't you say, Jonathan? Yeah, that was some some great PR they uh, (laughs) unleashed there, but uh, they appear to, in that we're sitting here talking now, appear to have ended up with a a bit of egg on their face, unfortunately for them. But, But do you know anyone who's ever heard the station? No, I have to say, I'd, I'd never heard it, and um, I, I, I was interested to tune in uh, shortly after we, we hadn't uh, been, been raptured, um, and uh, it very much fulfilled the brief I expected it to fulfil. Uh, a chap was uh, reading out of the Bible. I listened to it to see if there was any decent production on there, and they don't have the kind of multi-layered, high-production-value work that we're both familiar with, but they do have some little vocal drop-ins. Shall we hear one of those? Oh, yeah, let's definitely have a, have a listen to that. Your station for inspiration, listener-sponsored family radio. Listener-sponsored? Listener-sponsored. Well, That's a positioning line, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe you should get, get that on Talk Sport. We're <laughs> listener-sponsored. <laughs> you get money from anywhere you could. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I've heard about your commercial team. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the piece of audio you've brought along finally? Well, I, I wanted to bring something sort of current. There's a, a campaign that's running on TalkSport at the moment for Pepper Army. They've got a, a, quite a high-profile TV campaign that, that goes with it. But well, I, I like this because it, it's, it's really simple. Um, it, it, it's got a bit of a, you know, it's got a bit of risk about it. There's a sort of violence to it that, that, that appeals to me. Um, and um, it's, uh, it's Adrian Edmondson doing the, uh, doing the voiceover, so you can't really... Uh, can't really grumble with that um and uh yeah i just think it's you know it's only a 20 second little ad and um wait for that to go past 
um, yeah it's a 20 second ad and, and it just fulfills exactly everything it needs to as far as I'm concerned it's, it's, it's simple and you know it's got good standout in a break um, and yeah I like it because it's, uh, it's funny as well where do pepperami niblets come from? Well, kids, when a mummy pepperami loves a daddy pepperami very much, she chops him in a little bit and shoves him in a snack-sized bag! <laughs> Pick up a snack bag of tasty new pepperami nibblers in store now. They're little bits of an animal. We love you, daddy! <laughs> Me too! I'm delicious! <laughs> and that's a really long-running campaign, isn't it? The little yeah. bits of an animal campaign. And I know the RAB's radio gauge is, is forever telling us um, that it's those long-running campaigns that get really deeply ingrained in our minds that are the most effective. Yeah, I think I think it's a really difficult line to tread because there's um, you've you've got to keep changing, you've got to keep doing something slightly different whilst maintaining the thing. The worst thing in in in, in my ears is is just the constant repetition of the same ad over and over again. And and for me, it it, it ends up making me think I'm never ever using that product if I if I possibly can. These ones, you know, they're 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 noisy and they're loud, but they're they're short. And they change it around quite a lot, and uh, and yeah, the the genius of little bits of an animal yeah. uh, as a as a strapline is is uh, I wish I'd written that. It's great, <laughs> but that's the mark of a great idea, isn't it? That it can yield infinite variations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and if if you can move something on and uh, do you know, don't just play the same ad. You know, ad nausea, ad nauseam. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, yeah, just change it slightly. Just make it so that there's it, something more interesting to listen to, and and you won't annoy people i think that the worst thing that the radio can do is is annoy people because it makes you turn the radio off and then you may well forget to turn the radio back on you know and and that's that's the the worst thing that that i can think of that you know the work the, the worst uh, crime you, you can do how do you judge with the talk sport audience when you could possibly be annoying them well, I think you know we're we're lucky with a with the with the turnover of trails that we have is that you know it's all very event led and and uh, um, we don't keep anything on for for very long. I mean we we listen um, and when we're starting to get tired of something, we we take it off air, you know, and we we make a new one and we do something different. Um, and you know we're probably the harshest critics because we're listening, you know, all day every day, and we made it. So you know yeah. we've been through the editing process where we've heard it. <laughs> million times yeah. well jonathan thank you very much for your time really enjoyed the last half hour in your company and congratulations again for all those awards yeah thank you very much i've enjoyed it as well and thanks also to peter gordon for his advice on uh, mystery voice competitions don't forget there's your chance to win a voice session with hobson's go to earshotcreative.com and select from the shortlist who you think these two hobson's voices could well be i'm a hobson's mystery voice and so am i there they are. Time's running out, though, so be quick on that. Get in the draw. You could be in with a chance uh, of winning a voice session in the studio at Hobson's. We're back next month with James Stodd of the BBC, Matt Lomax from KISS, and more great radio production to share with you. Don't forget the blog, earshotcreative.com. Loads of stuff going on there. We're also on Twitter now at Earshot Creative. But for now, from Jonathan and me here on London South Bank, bye-bye. Bye-bye. The